You have just entered the Katie Ma podcast. Keyboard plus mouse or die. Hello and welcome to episode 122 of the Katie Ma podcast, the intimate holiday edition. It is December 29th. We'll call this 121.57. There you go. Yeah. Star date. Star date. <laughs> 121.57. The edition Captain where Rock I hold the... 23.9. Rounded off to the nearest decimal point. Can I just where tell I you hold... one time my friend John yes. and I tried to determine exactly what length of time a star date was in human time, and it was like 0.76 of an hour, but we spent more than an hour mathing that out. Jesus. Yeah. You know, there's got to be. Was this before the internet? No, this was during internet time. Like, we went through and figured out, like, because you can't just put, like, what's a star date in normal time into Google, like you would think you could, but you can find crazy Trekkie websites that are like, a star date is exactly 0.46 hours, and then you can sit and math it out yourself. I'm glad I called someone else a nerd when I figured out how long a a star date is in fucking human time. Sorry about that. It's true. It's true. (laughs) But (laughs) there's got to be a website. I have to hold my mic upon my chest because fucking and a new sub, Big Satchel. Thank you so much for subscribing, sir. Yay. Um, because it will not recognize my nice new XLR mic, which will soon be modded by Sean into even more fantastic, amazing mic. And uh, Skype is like, you know what? I don't like nice mics. I'm a bullshit program, so all I want is bullshit <laughs> audio products. So I'm holding this blue snowball on my chest, and uh, it's it's not awesome, actually, whatsoever. Um, it's not awesome. Uh, I mean, it doesn't look like a dildo so much, Roma, as it does a giant anal bead, but it could be construed as either one. Either way, it's a sex toy. It's not like you're holding it. Yeah, either way. Either. Either way, there's Remember poop. how excited you were to get that blue snowball back in the day, and now you're just shit. I know. It. It's just rude. I know. <laughs> I, you, forget, you forgot what made you internet famous. That's true. Because yeah. your first this... mic was just so bad. Woo. You rode that snowball to victory, man. I did. I did. Shout outs to Dirk the Devil, wherever you are, Call of Duty commentator, for selling me this blue snowball for $30. So thank you. Kickstarting my YouTube career oh, <laughs> into high gear. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to Dirk. Oh, Blue Snowball's fine. I'm just I'm just upset. <laughs> yeah, I've, I'm too famous now. I've lost touch with all the roots. <laughs> uh, mainly Questlove, but most of the roots have lost. <laughs> all sorts of touch. The fame changed me. That's Dude, right. Questlove misses you. He called me last week. I was like, "Where's Dan?" I know. I said, you're in Thailand doing Miller Lite commercials, Questlove. I don't want to talk to you anymore. Um, he was going to take you to Thailand, dude. You missed out. He was. He was, but no. So it has been a holiday week, so we'll talk about what we've been doing. I'm guessing there hasn't been too, too much gaming, but maybe there has been. Uh, so, Hex, what have, you, what have you been? Um, I've been, well, we did a bunch of stuff with family for the holidays, Um as far as gaming, I've played, uh, weirdly, a bunch of old games this week. Like, I played a bunch of Burnout Paradise because I was in the mood for a racing game that was a little more modern than Underground 2. Still a solid arcade racer. Um, and some Paranautical Activity because Jenkins got me to buy that on the Steam sale because he said, it's Isaac plus Quake, which is basically all I need to hear. Yep. Uh, it's a really good game. It's a lot of fun. And right now I'm playing Tribes because 
Somehow there are still other people playing it. Wow, you're playing Tribes Ascend. I'm right playing now. Tribes Ascend right now, and there are there's one other person in this server. <laughs> <laughs> How many there people on the other it. four servers in the game right now? Uh, there were like two servers that were completely full, and there was one server that had like six people in it. And now it's done to me and this one dude, so I'm gonna bail out of the server too. So altogether, still more than Call of Duty Black Ops Two. Yes. yes. Yeah. Especially if you're trying and to play definitely... ranked. Definitely more than Ghosts, which uh, actually has less people than Black Ops 2. That's impressive. That's Yeah, it yeah. really is. Black Ops Although 2 I'm was sure a decent it, game. It was. Yeah, it was. But no it one was, played John. it after the first month. Yeah. Oh, and I played some new Super Mario Bros. 2 on the 3DS. My parents got me that for Christmas. Nice. It's really good. It's probably the best side-scrolling Mario game in like the past 10 years. Oh, I've heard it's it's great from pretty much every... Every source. I'm not a fan now of new Super Mario Brothers. I like really. I like the first one, um, but it was one of those things you were supposed to play with a bunch of people, and now it just turned into like who can kill each other the fastest. I like that this is kind of just a straight up. It's it takes all the best parts of like Mario World and Mario Brothers three and mixes them into one game. That's kind of what three D World did, but being three D. That game, I wanna I wanna Wii U <laughs> just for that game, like that and. I actually have the Wind Waker edition on my Amazon wish list right now because I, I'm hoping I can get it before it uh, disappears. Because there's a couple Wii games. Like, since the new consoles have come out, the Nintendo exclusives look more enticing because the, like the, uh, the PS4 and the Xbox One are all they're just getting a bunch of PC games that I want to play on my PC. So if I was going to buy a console, I'd probably buy a Wii U. Yeah. That's... I was actually thinking the same. Pretty solid but reasoning overall. <laughs> yeah, like I, the the Wii U at this yeah. point is like an oddity to me. It's like, well, now I've seen how the Wii works. So after like six years, you could you can go to like a game exchange or a GameStop and get a Wii for fifty bucks. So in five years, I'll just go buy a Wii U for fifty bucks and play the ten games. Well, it, It'll be worth it. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. All right, and I I've gone off on this a couple times, so just very lightly. I think mainly on streams, never on the podcast. But I was looking for a Wii U for the kids and for me, obviously. And uh, what what was the one console maker who probably needs to sell some consoles? That would be Nintendo. Yeah. And what was the one console maker who didn't go on sale at all during anything? Nintendo. That was yeah. really weird. They should have had some kind of bundle sale for Christmas. There there was a sale on PS4s at some places, mm-hmm. like with extra games and stuff. You know, it yeah, wasn't it's like you get these three wasn't. games with your console purchase, which is still a hundred dollars off technically if you think about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you're a parent that's going to go buy a console and you can see, like, I saw that Microsoft did that $800 Xbox One bundle that was like, <laughs> you get the Xbox One and three games and an extra controller and a year of live, and it was like $799.99. And I was like, that sounds, that just sounds like sadness. That's a sad Christmas if you want to play. I don't know. If maybe if you don't, maybe if you like Xbox, it's not. But that's a lot of money for Xbox. My Xbox yeah. One's pretty badass though. Like if I'm gonna have to have an Xbox One, having a custom yours. engraved with my shit on it, yeah, is yeah. yours is pretty bad. Like if I could get one that was custom engraved with like my Twitter handle on it, that would be like, all right, that's pretty cool. It's just like I don't understand Nintendo. I just don't understand. Um, last week on Giant Bomb's last podcast before they did their award stuff this past week, there was. By the way, we have less hours than them somehow on award stuff. <laughs> like those guys do. Two and a half hours every day for a week wow. of of award show podcast. So yeah, it's pretty nuts. If you think ours were pretty long, they were nothing compared to that. 
They um, are a long podcast. They they get good bullshit sessions in their podcast. They they feel like the Nintendo within ten years will probably be probably be Sega licensing out to other platforms and maybe just stick with like the 3ds because it's clearly the their, best their handheld yeah. yeah their handheld stuff's been incredible i mean it's been better than everybody else's forever mm-hmm. like, i actually read the, a really interesting only, article about this go ahead John, the sorry. only handheld device that i really really enjoyed that was from somebody else was the nomad i think it was called from sega where you could put <laughs> sega genesis, genesis games into a game gear yeah like, that was the only <laughs> that was the only thing that i liked yeah Every everything else I've owned has always been Nintendo. Like I have a three DS now. I don't play it, but I have it. Yeah. Yeah. There's some and, really good titles on it. There's some really good titles on it. And so you're good at that. It sells like hotcakes, by the way. Like three DS is doing super well. Um it's pretty much the the only competition for it is the Vita. Would be uh yeah, I mean the Vita. Well, I meant competition, not. <laughs> well, the Vita's um, doing better now because a lot of indies are coming to it. Like, if you wanted to take a lot of your PC games on the go that are indie titles, like um, Splunky is a big one now that just came to the Vita. Um, there's a couple other big ones that are coming to the Vita. It has games. Oh, uh, Binding of Isaac Rebirth only coming to the Vita because Nintendo won't clear it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Too offensive. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can see that though, Nintendo. Yeah, I, yeah that's, that's actually that's uh, one of those decisions I actually kind of respect. <laughs> not, but not that I would do the same, but but uh, like they're doing super well in that. The Wii U is like a failure. I mean, it's pretty much a failure. It's pretty terrible. There's no like there are some good games. In November, now. there were more Xbox 360s sold than Wii U's. Okay. <laughs> the, the Xbox 360 was in the last week of its life cycle, and it sold more than the Wii U did, wow. which is a current-gen platform. It's a goddamn yeah, disaster. It's, it's not really current-gen. It's, no, it's, it's not. No, it's really not. It got HD. Like, that was about all it got. Yeah. That controller, was it, like, why, did, why the R&D on that controller, Nintendo? Just, like, they should have just kept doing what they did. The Wii was great because of, like, that controller was a big part of it. I mean, the motion controls on that were great. No one wants a big second screen tablet thing. Like, no, I think that, no one asked for this. We didn't ask. For see, this. I <laughs> think that they think you did because whenever, whenever the first DS came out, everybody was like, this is ridiculous. Why would you want, like, how are two screens going to work? And it was freaking awesome and handheld. So I think they thought we can do this in the living room. It'll be great. It it wasn't. It's not. Great. It's it's not no. even that it's a bad idea. It's just that it hasn't been validated by any software that's out for it yet. One of the Penny Arcade Awards was uh, Rayman Legends. Whatever one came out this year, and they said it was the only game that made the play the uh, the gamepad look like a good idea. It was the only game that's figured out how to do Actually, it so far. Penny Arcade had a good idea. It was like release a D and D game, like a D and D style game, or just a gen- generic or uh, you know role playing game. And have the dungeon master hold that shit while all your while three of your friends sit around with Wiimotes and control that way. Like, that would be fun. They, as shit, take that shit. That's a good idea. I would play that. Yeah, I would play that. That would be great. The only good thing about the gamepad is that if like, like, like for me, okay, my my bathroom is real close to my room, so where, <laughs> where my Wii is, so I can take a shit while still you know continuing my game. Can Most you look games, around the corner? Yeah, mo- well, no, most games... Oh, you're, most playing games on, can- you're playing on the pad. Right, most games can be transferred yeah. to the pad. 
you know, you don't you don't have to. Uh, you, you can like go into a setting somewhere in most games and select. Okay, I want to play this on the gamepad instead of on the screen, and it'll switch whatever's on the screen and whatever's on on the gamepad. Um, or if you're going to bed, you know, you take that to bed with you. It's it's a good idea um, in that regard, and that I have gotten some use out of that. But other than that, it's it's just hasn't been incorporated into gameplay well enough to be validated in any way. So. What'd you get for you got you got the Evermedia card? Did you get anything cool for Christmas besides that? Yeah, my parents out of nowhere bought me a Comba fight stick. Um, the same one you have actually, Dan. I'd yeah. I'd it on my wish list on Amazon like I don't know probably right after you got yours because I only have kind of cruddy you know little wireless fight sticks and they bought it for me out of nowhere. That was really sweet. Um, my wife got me a mug with Dave Girl's face on it, which is pretty awesome. <laughs> And just like some other small stuff. Oh, my uh, my mother-in-law got me a Tetris lamp, which you could probably actually see in the back. It's not lit up, but that's about it. Nice. Nice. Good stuff. Nice. All right. All right, what about you, Blacklight? What would you do slash play? Oh, um... I, get? I, uh... I don't want to tell you guys what I'm playing right now, but you probably know some of you. He's playing World of Warcraft right yeah. now. His name is Yellow Chip, and he's on the Realm Storm scale, and he's a level 28 uh, <laughs> shaman. So. Yeah, I'm a dwarf shaman. Way to dox me on you're the a, cast, man. You're a dwarf shaman? Are you not? It's the greatest. You're playing you a, a fucking dwarf. Are you on a PvP server? Dwarf is fucking top-tier right. alliance. Let me clarify. Is it a female dwarf? You've failed in every way. <laughs> when I played, You've I played a dwarf mage. That's so. nothing correct. Actually, I really, I, I've always really liked dwarves. I've always played Horde, but I always liked dwarves a lot. And when I heard that dwarves could be shaman in uh, Cataclysm, I got really excited, and I considered coming back at that time just for that. But I, I managed to hold fast. But uh, the main reason, the main reason I'm continuing to play is um, mostly comparative. Like I just want to see how it's changed, and I'm debating Draenor. So obviously, I want to be ready for that. Um, and it's, it's okay. I mean, I, I don't think it's ever going to be the game it was, but it still does its whole shtick better than any other MMO that's tried to rip it off so far. I canceled my Final Fantasy fourteen account. It just, it's just not as good as this game. It's just not. But, um, you know, we'll see how long I can stick with it. I don't know if I'm going to take this character to max level. I have no plans right now for endgame. But, you know, we'll see. It could change. Um, but I've also been I hitting do. up... I'm playing yeah. right now. Hooray! I bought uh, right now. I'm soloing uh, Omergon because I have all this fucking heirloom gear. It makes and you're a shaman, and I'm an elemental. Shaman. They're OP. I'm OP as yeah. fuck. Chain lightning, everything. Yep. Don't worry, I know. Uh, I know. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's. I'm. I've also been hitting up the roguelikes. I got. I was playing Paranautical Activity, which is what uh, what John was talking about. It's it's voxel based, which I'm not crazy about because so many fucking games are voxel based these days, but. It works. Um, it actually looks really good. The only thing that looks kind of crappy is your gun because it's it's the only thing that's up close and you can clearly see is made out of like you blocks. It's made out yeah. of like, you blocks. Um, but everything else actually looks pretty good at a distance while you're uh, while you're firing at it. And it's basically you know all the all the exact concepts of Isaac mixed with like a like a really fast paced FPS like Quake um, or Doom. And it's just a really good idea and it works. Um, it's still early. It. Sorry. I need to play it still. You do. I, I gave it to you. I think, right? I know you did. Yeah, I know. Thank you. It's it's super super yeah. good, um, and uh, I I highly recommend it to anybody. It's it's pretty cheap. I forget what it is when it's not on sale, but I I got it on sale for a bunch of people for like three bucks or something. So definitely worth 
It was uh, worth the three dollars I paid. Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. It was so yeah, it's, it's so good. Um, it's still early development, so there are a couple like game breaking bugs. Um, there's a bug currently where you'll, you'll show up on a floor sometime and there'll be no doors, so you just can't you can't continue the game. <laughs> um, but the dev is actually a really cool guy. It was it was a small two person development team, and uh, one of the devs came into my stream while I was streaming the game and started talking to me, and he's he's a funny dude. Um, and uh, he he might be interested in coming on the podcast sometime. I mentioned it to him. Um, so that'd be cool. Yeah, he might he might come and chill out and hang out. But where was he tonight? Jesus, no. <laughs> I didn't I didn't contact him too officially yet. Um, and I've also been playing Risk of Rain, which is hard as fuck. I haven't beaten it yet. I probably will beat it at the pace I'm on because I do get a little bit further each time. But it's fucking hard, man. That game is fucking hard. I played at work a lot because it runs great on a shitty laptop. So. Uh, that game's like a 2D yeah. platformer. It was made by the same guys that made Starbound, I think. Yeah, that or it was published by the same publisher. I'm not sure which. I think it was published by the same... Well, I think Chucklefish is the group Chuck- that published both. Oh, okay. Yeah, Chucklef- I wasn't sure if Chucklefish was a developer or a publisher or what. But It's a good game. Though. It is It is tough as shit. Tim it's beat so it, hard. I guess. Yeah, that's impressive. Because um, that, game, that game is really hard. It's also pretty luck-based, but that game's really fun. It's a 2D action platformer kind of thing. That's basically all I've been playing. I mean, I'm still playing TF2 and stuff, but that's all the new stuff. You know, I actually didn't really get any games uh, for Christmas, um, which is fine. You know, because I, I pretty much buy everything I want anyway. But uh, I got some good stuff for Christmas too. I got an espresso machine. Been playing with that more than any video games, really. Well, you'd be awake forever and ever <laughs> and ever and ever. Espresso, wow, nice dude. Just what somebody with severe insomnia needs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm I'm actually not an insomniac. I sleep fine. I just sleep late. I sleep later than everyone else. I can't do the risk of brain, by the way. It's really? hard. It's a Did you get your sound I, I can't platform, man. Oh. I just can't. It actually, it's not good It's at. one of the few platformers I've played that I prefer with a keyboard. I tried playing with a controller, yeah. and then I tried playing with a keyboard. I prefer the keyboard. It's the only platform I've ever played that I thought played better with a keyboard. Yeah. I'll, have to, I'll have to dip into it and hope that sound is fixed. Yeah, did you, you haven't gotten sound working yet, or...? I didn't try again because I was like, well, it's a platformer, so I'm going to suck. Seriously, if so, you're going to try it, try it before you try Paranautical Activity because once you play that, you're done. Like, you have, <laughs> you were just so into Isaac and shooters, like, you're going to really like that game. Yep, still oh, early shit. access, still limited, but still so good. Oh, man, I forgot. You know what I also played? Snow, which in four years, that game's going to be amazing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> when they... When they finish it? It's yeah, so... It's a... It is the literal definition of an early access game. No sound, buggy menus. <laughs> you can play the game, but only for about 10 minutes at a time before it crashes. Like, it's a great yeah. concept, but it's it needs a lot of work. All right. So, John, what was your Christmas? I didn't <clears throat> play any games. I had the worst travel experience of my fucking life. So let's, let's talk so about that. So did I. That. Cool. So yeah. I took my flight from, from San Francisco to Chicago. Everything went well. I had a connection in Chicago. First, my flight said it was delayed. I was like, that's fine. Then my flight's canceled. It turns out that they canceled my flight because they didn't staff people for it. They just oh, had God. this flight where they didn't staff anybody. <laughs> All right. So I was like, okay. So then they tried to <laughs> reschedule me for a flight on Christmas Day at fucking 2 o'clock in the afternoon. What? Yeah, sure. Because that's why I'm going home. I love to go home and miss Christmas entirely. That's great. So I went and rented a fucking car, and then I drove, I drove through the night from Chicago to Pittsburgh, which was like eight and a half hours or something. Wow. And then I called them to tell them I was driving home, and I wanted them to pay for the rental car or refund my ticket. 
they were like, yeah, okay, just submit a report on this form here and we'll take care of it. So that happens. We go to check in for our flight last night for this morning and they canceled our flight this morning because we didn't show up to our last flight that we informed them that we weren't going on because we wanted to drive. Oh my God. Fuck. It was wow. the fuck. It, it was the best. So, but what I had a direct this? flight here this morning. It was United. I'm never flying on them again. Good um, I think that was so I got, I had a direct flight this morning at seven. I got home. Like I got into my house in San Francisco at like 11 o'clock this morning. So it was fine. But I hate that airline. And then they had the audacity to try to ask me to move. <laughs> they were like, they're like, well, we have this family with, and I was, I was sitting with Ada. They have, they were like, we have a family with two babies, and we need you to move. I was like, absolutely not. And she looked at me crazy. I was like, your airline is shit. I was like, and I am fucking angry with all of you. I will not do anything you ask me to do. She's like, well, that's really nice of you. I was like, I was like your airline's fucking terrible. Like. <laughs> and I and I and I took her name and I was like, just because of that sarcastic, that's nice of you word, like I'm going to contact your manager. Like I'm not going to put up with your shit. That's yeah. awesome. so it was, it was it was a really really bad experience. Yes. Wow. But other than that, I just got like money and gift cards and the normal Christmas stuff. I can't really get presents as you know big presents and stuff when yeah, I'm trapped yeah, yeah. as far as I am. So I just got gift cards and socks and some Under Armour shirts and stuff. And I bought myself a fucking really sweet peacoat for... It was a $550 peacoat. I got it on sale for 100 bucks. Nice. I took that. Not bad. Peacoat, classy as fuck. And I, I mean, I haven't played any games. I'm playing WoW right now, but this I was like most excited to come home, see my dog, and play video games. I'm done <laughs> traveling. I've been in Pittsburgh three times in the last <laughs> month, so... Yeah. Damn. Well, I, uh, I also had a shit travel experience out on the way out to uh but it actually wasn't unfortunately i can't even blame anyone um but it did suck anyway so i was supposed to get into la uh i flew into the burbank airport by the way which is the smallest airport i've ever flown into that shit is tiny was it um, nice though? yeah it's pretty nice but so i got to phoenix like i got through security ticketing and checking my bag in pittsburgh in nine minutes i was at my gate like destroyed it and uh got to Phoenix early. Then my flight got delayed. Well, at first it was a half hour. Then it was an hour. Then it was two hours. Then it was two and a half hours. So it ended up being a two and a half hour delay. That's crazy. That. So instead of getting into L.A. Uh, at 9.30 Pacific, I got into L.A. at midnight Pacific. Um, Nick Fenton picked me up in L.A. and we went directly to Lynn's Washburn's birthday uh, celebration out at a bar there in LA, which was awesome. There was this awesome band playing and shit, but I was two and a half hours late. I would have gotten to hang out for two and a half more hours with people, and that would have been with Scott and uh, Hundar and some others out there, and Linz, of course. Um, so that sucked real bad, um, but I can't really complain, although I have now gone through the fires of hell and traveled with two children Oh, how was that? Um, they were fine. They were good. If my children were not well behaved, <laughs> that would be the worst thing possible. You've um, seen them. Was that their first time flying too? That was Hunter's second time, but he was very he was an infant, like less than six months old the first time he flew. So I mean he doesn't remember. I wanna do I wanna do give one good shout out shout out to some excellent customer service I received over Christmas. I ordered two day shipping from Think Geek. And they didn't. They didn't come through with it. 
So they refunded me for all of my shipping and an extra $25. Nice. Wow. So wow. Think, 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 geek, think Geek, they're fantastic. Do recommend. That's crazy. That's awesome. So let's talk about shipping. Oh, God. Let's just brought it up. This. <laughs> so uh, on Friday, the what would that have been? The 27th of December, uh, my parts arrived for my streaming PC. 26 days wow. after I ordered them. That is incredible. With no way to track them at all. That is incredible. Um, the only things I got, I got my shipping completely refunded by Newegg, but that I got the first week. I got the first week. I got $40 back on the order um, after basically telling their customer service person, like, listen, I know people in your company, and I've had them look into this for me. And basically, it was handled poorly in every way possible. So, so she was like, this is what I can do. I was like, that's fine, because at least you're listening to me. Um, and it turns out, so get this. get Guess where the return address for the parts, where it said they were shipped from. It said they were shipped from. So, online, it said Tennessee. Their Tennessee warehouse, which has bought shipments for me before. Fucking California which didn't even have any of the problems that the Tennessee warehouse did that caused it to be delayed in the first place. Oh, wow. That's, I don't, that's I don't, <laughs> don't understand. So I have a 4770K, 16 gigs of RAM, an SSD, a 7870, and a micro ATX motherboard sitting here waiting. And tomorrow they will be installed because I'm off work tomorrow. So I'm going to be doing that. Um, I still have to have Sean uh, come and help me configure audio delay things and all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> I did finally get those while I was in California a week after I had left. Um, so Good Lord. yeah, but uh, I also decided that LA is a gross city and I don't want to live there. That's the exact um, same conclusion I came yep. to when I was there. No offense to Nick Fenton and Scott, who actually do love it, and Rishi, who love it out there. And we're very good entertainers and took me to some excellent restaurants, actually. But well, where Nick, Fenton, where Nick Fenton lives is not, like, is not... Well, LA. no, 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 I know. It's really nice, yeah. I like, like where Nick lives. Yeah, every... We went to the pizza place, John, and it was fucking phenomenal. It's so good. Phenomenal. It's so um, good. So, uh... I just, L.A., it's just not my style of city. Also, every neighborhood except Nick's looked like a bad neighborhood. Just all of them. <laughs> oh, that's Even if they LA. were a good it's just like, like, I don't know, just wasn't my, wasn't my, my thing. Um, but I did get to go out into the desert areas of California for the first time. My parents have a house out near Palm Springs. So we went out in the desert and uh, that, I would live out there. I'll tell you, I'll tell you that right now. Um, Palm Springs area is freaking awesome. Indio and Coachella Valley, very awesome. Uh, I would I would live out there. But uh, as far as gaming, the only gaming I did this week was uh, Hearthstone because I was able to do it out there. I was able to Hearthstone on the plane, so it's got a very tolerant. Life of That's leisure. impressive. Yeah, it was very. It has a very tolerant ping. <laughs> yes. Yeah, um, Blizzard netcode. Well, dude, you can tell. Trust me. Yeah. When it's laggy, you can tell. Yeah. Um, 
it takes like you'll play a card. You can't just like do three actions in a row. Oh, right. You gotta wait until the one before it's done gotcha. before you. Um, but uh, I've decided that unranked is way harder than ranked. Really? It just is. Yeah. It just people. Yeah. People, people. People take more risks than unranked, and they do crazy play weird shit. Bullshit, or they like they bring out these decks where you're like I don't even know what's happening right now. Or they do do stuff like John just said, like they'll play like stuff that they would never normally play just to see if it works. Right, right. And then if it works out, you're just like, what the fuck just happened? So, <laughs> um, but that was seriously all I played. I tried to play Paranautical Activity on my laptop, and it was like, nope, that's a lot of heat. Yeah, so, yeah, that yeah. game doesn't run too hot on 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 not great rigs. Um, Is that built on Unity? I have no idea. It looks like Unity. it's built on Unity. I think I think so, but I I can't say for sure. Um, that engine is crazy versatile. That's like one of the last game development tools I played with, and it's just like, here, make polygons happen. It's really easy to use. And so, uh, Risk of Rain, on the other hand, will play flawlessly. You're picking up like crazy. Yeah, whoever's typing is picking up like crazy. That's me, sorry. No, it's, no, it's me. I'm playing Isaac. Um, so, uh, that was my week. And one more thing in this section. I bought Daisy. I bought Proteus and I bought Pixel Junk Eden on the Steam sale. What did you guys get? Oh God! I pulled my transaction. <laughs> I didn't get anything. I have everything. Uh, everything I wanted that? anyway. Uh, let's see. Let me pull up my transaction history because I bought I bought a few things. Game. I bought a bunch of I bought a bunch of things for other people. I just kind of went through people's wish lists and bought them games. How do you? I always forget how to look at what you just bought on Steam. Yeah, me too. It's just under your normal profile, I think. Um, Activity, maybe? I don't know. Oh, no. It's up under... If you go into Steam and click on, like, up the top right where account, like, so in your whatever your username's account is and hit uh, account details, I think it's under there. Yeah, it's under there. Account. Let's see. <laughs> I bought... Whoa. I bought more than I thought. <laughs> you account like, like, oh, no. Oh, mistakes have been made. Uh, I bought some DLC for Pinball Effects 2 that I wanted. I bought... Con- <laughs> Dude, that game is really good, and it's free to play. And it was on the One Humble Bundle, and that was what got me started. Uh, but I bought the Star Wars tables for that. I bought Contraption Maker. I bought Electronic Superjoy. I bought Bit Trip Runner 2. Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. Legend of Dungeon, Paranautical Activity, Nemoria, Pac-Man Championship Edition, DX+, and Snow Starter Pack. <laughs> Man. Dude, that game is right. awesome. That game is so great. I didn't want to face all of these at once, but here goes. <laughs> Deadpool, Shelter, Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons, Prison Architect, Steam Marine, Spelunky, Van Helsing, or the, I'm sorry, The Incredible Adventures of Van Helsing, Cook, Serve, Delicious, um, the Borderlands 2 Game of the Year Edition, Paranautical Activity, Elder Scrolls 4 Oblivion Game of the Year Edition, Legend of Dungeon, Risk of Rain, Fallout 3. <laughs> wow. Uh, Wait, did you, have, did you have? Were you sitting? Were you sitting on some bank there for a little while? Saving I, up your dollars. I had. I had. Sale. I actually spent way less on gifts than I had anticipated this year, so I had some free cash. And and that doesn't even involve. That doesn't even include all of the games I bought for friends because I I did buy a lot of games for friends this year. Um, That's so delicious. I kind of want to get. I, I haven't tried it yet. I, I was debating streaming it. I ended up not finding the time, but it looks fun. I don't know if I would recommend it or not. I feel like like um, the controls for it 
are pretty intense. Like you're gonna use your entire keyboard to play. If you have a mechanical oh, keyboard, man. I don't know how the hell you would stream that game because you would just hear like a Gatling gun the whole time you're playing. Oh, kind of like when you wouldn't mute your mic. Yeah, shut your damn mouth. <laughs> when you your Get him. Now, John, now you know exactly what Brandon used to yell at you about, because I remember being on earlier episodes of the podcast and being like, John, mute your mic, and you would just tell him to fuck off. To be fair, to be Why? fair Brandon yells at a lot of stuff. That's true. So, yeah. Well, and I'm not Brandon. Brandon needs to be told to fuck off every now and then. <laughs> so, what about you, John? What? Fuck off. I've been watching Trailer Park Boys. Hey, I haven't bought a single game on the Steam sale. Damn. What about you, Dan? I mean, What'd I've been... I've been gone, so, you know. Uh, Steam has an Android app, so... Just the the three games. Just the three games. Uh, Daisy and uh, Proteus and uh, Pixel Junk Eden. And Pixel Junk was 99 cents. It just looks sweet as fuck, so I was like, alright, play this. But that was all. That was all for me. So we're going to take a two-minute commercial break guys and then we're going to talk about what we're looking forward to in 2014 as the awards take another week off so we'll be back in two minutes wait we're not doing an award tonight nope yeah not enough people really i guess that's true all right i'm gonna close this award. Dota two wins whatever award it was it was best single player co-op <laughs> <laughs> yep Dota two. That Dota's a co-op mode, game. Dude. i guess it is technically a co-op game yeah that has that training mode. I cannot figure out how push to call works in Skype, so I'm just going to not play Isaac, which is a bummer because I have Polly and uh, the Nine Volt right now. I never got, I don't think I've ever gotten push to talk to work in this fucking program. Like I don't even know where the setting for it is. Keyboard, though, don't you? Yeah, it's pretty. Sorry, what? You have a membrane keyboard, though, don't you? Yeah. You're a fucking pleb. Yep. I actually just bought a second mechanical keyboard because I can't type on not this now. I'm actually it's it's still really loud when I type though. If I like if I like full on type or if I'm like mashing space a lot like I do in like TF2 or something, I it's still really loud because my boom arm is clamped to my rickety ass like metal frame desk and the the vibrations like travel up and it gets picked up in the mic and it sounds really annoying. Like, <laughs> that shit It's fucking terrible. What switches do you use, John? Blues. Blues, yeah. I got the, blues, I got the Monoprice blues. blues. The Monoprice Blues keyboard, 50 bucks. Pretty solid investment. I only use 10 keyless as well. Um, I See, have a CM Storm Quickfire at, at work, and then I use a Philco Majestouch 10 keyless at home that Tetra Ninja bought me for my birthday. I just bought um, Fat Attack eighty two. He sold his Battlefield three Razor Ultimate Edition to me for forty bucks, so that should be here soon. It has blues. I swear by blues. I would. I actually want to try greens. I actually really would like to try. Did you see the RGBs? Yeah. I'd like to. I'd like to see how those go. I guess Corsair has a an exclusivity contract with them. Though next spring they'll be releasing them in only their keyboards. All right, we are back from commercial. And uh, we do have two more awards to give out this year, the two biggest ones, really. Single player slash co-op game of the year and game of the year. Um, if you haven't 
go vote on the site, cavemon.com, we have community polls up for four different awards so far. Uh, we're going to be putting more up this week. And when we get done with Game of the Year, Story of the Year, and we get to our big sort of awards presentation show, we'll read off the community choices for each one as well that night. So I even put in uh, some more choices from people who were very adamant <laughs> about certain things, things that will not win at all, but I put them on there anyway because um, we got polls working on the site. So go go definitely check those out if you haven't already. But 2014, just around the corner, even though our 2013 awards are going to bleed into it. What are you guys looking forward to? What are you guys looking forward to? Game-wise? Industry-wise? Warlords of Draenor, man. Want it. Yeah. I'm still not sure how I feel about it. But... I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that one. I actually bought Pandaria on a big sale because I figured I should have everything else before that. But I want, I want Draenor just because... I can skip all the stuff that like I'd have to grind through and just roll a ninety and start. Yeah, that is a pretty good. Uh, it's plus about coming back is the instant ninety. But... It seems convenient, but at the same time, the leveling process seems really fucking lenient right now. Yes, it is. Yeah, uh, super I, I got level twenty five in two days of casual play, like not even a real hard grind session, like that. That was unheard of back in the day. Like last oh, night, yeah. 25 in two days, unless you were like a fucking monster or like Chinese slave. Like, <laughs> you didn't get 25 in two days. No, you could probably hit 20. If you really ground it out, you could hit 20 in a day. Yeah, like 20, 22, not 25. I've probably done 22, to be honest. But um, it shit. also helps that... Um, well, thank you. It also helps that like you rapid regen, but when you're out of outside of combat, it tends mm-hmm. to it falls off as you get higher level. So I guess there is still a point there there being food and water in the game, but um, you you like for the longest time I didn't have to even like heal myself or drink or anything. It's really easy. I want Titanfall pretty badly as well. I want. I mean, it. I don't have my hopes up too much, but I yeah. just kind of you know I want it. I'm the same way. Yep. Yeah. I so to me the big thing that has changed about 2014 is things like Watchdogs um which had the hype train in full effect for a November release and now has been pushed back what I'm hearing and heard on some news sites and on Giant Bomb as well is that it may have been delayed even further than spring to fall of 2014 um a whole year basically hey. after it was supposed to come out I'd be okay so, with that. I mean, I would not be okay with that. I think that pretty much neuters that game. Like from like, and if it sucks, then like if it sucks, token. then yeah, they're boned. Like, but I'm not even looking that forward to it now. Now it is essentially for me, Dark Souls Two, um, because it's going to be there's going to be more accessible modes of that game, and they were already making it for PC in the first place. So I've hoped that the port won't be an utter piece of trash. Um, so I'm actually really looking forward to Dark Souls 2. It's also, um, I think it comes out in March, or end of March. And, uh, of course, Titanfall. I mean, that looks really good for me, too. Uh, and a full release of Hearthstone at some point would be quite nice. Hearthstone Hearthstone for tablets, yes. Yes. Yeah, (laughs) Hearthstone for tablets, which would be the death of everything wonderful. Um, (laughs) 
love in my life. Uh, but Watch Dogs is kind of, I mean, man. I mean, it's disappointing. <laughs> I don't really disagree with you much. Like, I have almost forgot about that game now, actually. Yeah, like, I almost forgot that it existed. I am pretty pumped for The Crew, which is the other game. That, that was really good. Because that's multiplayer. Yeah. And so it looks like it's going to be a fun multiplayer racing game. Um, I would be excited for The Division, but I don't think it's coming out in 2014. I think it's no, more... I doubt it. Uh, if, if it is, it's like going to be winter. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I doubt. <laughs> I doubt it's going to at this point. Um, what I'm also hoping to see is some console games that come out or some new... I think we can all say this. With a new gen, we should get some new IPs that are good. Yeah. Uh, Rise was not a new IP that is good. So <laughs> we need something... <laughs> we need something that uh, is actually actually going to to wow us, I think. I don't want Assassin's Creed Five. I mean, we're going to get it. I don't want it. Does um, anyone want it, though? Ubisoft. <laughs> yeah, they want it. Uh, Black Flag was was considered. I've heard it's good. great. Just, it seems like they're riding that franchise into the dirt, man. Well, that's AAA gaming. Yeah. <laughs> they figured out how to just pump out title after title at this point. It's just. I haven't heard a bad review of Assassin's Creed Four. Yeah, I mean, no, I haven't to either. Be fair, I'm sure a lot of people are clamoring for it, but I, I don't know. I'm one of those people that like you can't give me too much of a good thing, or else I'll just I'll I'll, I'll get sick of it. Like, like I'm like that with cookies right now because fucking it's Christmas and people are bringing in like piles upon piles upon piles of cookies into the office. So I've basically been eating nothing but pure sugar and lard for the past like three weeks, and now I just all I want to eat is like salad and protein because I'm dying. I'm dying, guys. <laughs> and it's like that with AAA games. Like, calm down. You know, you gotta you gotta have a little bit of of less amazing stuff between all of the amazing stuff, or else the amazing stuff isn't gonna seem so amazing anymore. So, how like what is the next called? Is Tra- Treyarch's out? Right, Treyarch's out. Are they really? I think they're no, done. I don't oh, think really? They're... No, I, really? I didn't hear okay. anything about this. Or is or is it that they added a third studio? that what happened the sledgehammer uh, they, worked yeah. with infinity ward is what happened i don't think they don't they okay. didn't help Treyarch with the last one as far as i understand well we'll see i mean we'll see if it's black ops 3 or something else it won't be ghost 2 i can yeah. almost guarantee that Treyarch is uh, the one that's actually making the better call of duty games now if they got rid of them call of duty would just be dead because uh, ghost is a fucking joke yeah call of duty would be finally on its way out i but, i hope so that would be great if it could just stop would be pretty great i'm not gonna lie I think we're all forgetting about the what could be the greatest release for PC next year. Grand, Grand Theft, Theft Auto, Auto 5. Yeah. On the PC and next-gen platforms, because I guarantee you, whenever that does come out, it will have some sort of added thing. Right. Whether it's better graphics or performance or whatever it's going to be. multiplayer that fucking works. For, for, <laughs> for new consoles, and therefore for PC as well. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that because I started on Xbox and was like, well, it's fun, but it kind of runs like shit, and I don't want to play it like this. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to mar my experience with this game that it just is glitchy and buggy and really not that great of an experience when it's this bad. But the game itself was so much fun. The heist missions are great, and the stories are really interesting. It just it runs like ass. It's just not, yeah. not good. Yeah, it does. It does. I'm- what I'm hoping. 
Oh, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. I'm looking forward to a, th- a few things coming up this year. Um, not video game related. Are uh, two uh, TV shows, Space Dandy, which I talked about before. It's just Space Dandy. Space Dandy, which I, I honestly, <laughs> if I looked at, it, I'd be kind of like, okay, that looks silly, but I'm not gonna watch it. But it's made by the creators of Cowboy Bebop, so yep. I'm, I'm completely yep, in. sold. <laughs> and then, and then the other thing is, there's a new ser- uh, new season of the Boondocks coming out, which is one of my favorite shows. Um, that shows goddamn hilarious and on top of that there's two indie games coming out uh there's shovel knight which i don't know when that's supposed to be out because i think it was supposed to be out for holiday this year but it ended up not making it um so i i haven't really kept kept tabs on shovel knight and then also found out after emulating it for the emulation station i found out they're making a new river city ransom yeah Mm -hmm. from a completely different studio who actually got the blessing of the of the uh the the owner of the franchise and uh, are being consulted by the original designer of the game, and it looks fucking awesome. I think we're, we're looking at like four-player online co-op. Oh, that'd um, be awesome! Really, really big hub world um, kind of gameplay, and it just looks really fun. I actually wish I had known about the Kickstarter before the Kickstarter was over, but they did beat their goal, so that's cool. I am looking forward to Sherlock. <laughs> yeah. As far as TV. Yeah. Game oh of yeah. Thrones again. Game of Thrones, of course, and uh, but Sherlock. I think the January Penguins winning a Stanley Cup. Looking forward to that. That well, would be pretty great if that could happen. Any uh, any time we can get some healthy players, that might actually occur. They're just uh, out now. They'll be healthy by the time the playoffs roll around. It's better time to get injuries. True. 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 Um, but yeah, game game wise, Watch Dogs is kind of off my list. Um, as I said, Titanfall, Dark Souls 2 for me is big because I'll get to play Dark Souls from the beginning of a game and also at a level where like, I can kind of make my way through it if I want. Um, and also on a, a port that's not garbage, so that'll be, that'll be good. Game um, live! <laughs> no, it'll be, it'll be gone! It'll be gone! It won't even be, you can't even make games on the platform anymore. Yep. Which is good. That's hey, we can all look forward to that. I do Absolutely, I'm putting that on my list. I think it's July. Once, once, we just need you play to go away and it'll be good. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> July 14th, I believe, is the last day, and then Ultra Street Fighter 4 in August as well, um, which will not have that, which will use Steam matchmaking or something. Oh, I hope that's awesome. We we mentioned the division people in chat, uh, and then someone said it was Q4 2014. Um, is Witcher 3 actually coming out in 2014? Because um, Witcher 3, that'll be the the kind of... I didn't think it was slated for 2014. I thought it was slated for 2015. If if Witcher 3 comes out, that will be... Uh, I'll just say, it, that has already won Best Technical Achievement 2014. So we don't even need to do that award. Um, <laughs> we'll just get that out of the way now. Uh, but... So that is kind of what we are looking forward to. Actually, I would say I'm looking forward to uh, Isaac Rebirth. I want that game. Oh, yes. And I just found out, so if you follow Edward on Tumblr, he answers like every question anybody asks him about it. It doesn't come out until like Q4 next year, and that's a big bummer because I thought it was like a Q1 game. But they're not even yeah. announcing a release date until Q2. I don't know what uh, when Mugenics is coming out either. That looks good. I want to play that. It's poke. If you like Pokemon, you'll like and Crazy cats. Cat Lady. 
And cats, yeah. What's the other <laughs> game that uh, CD Projekt Red is working on? The Cyberpunk game? Yeah, it's not 20... That's a 2016. Is it 2016? Oh, man. That's a bummer, because that game looks amazing. I want to I wanna play that. I want to play that game. Witcher 3 is quarter 2, 2014. Really? So there, it's, it's already won an award, so that's good. Mm. Um, <laughs> I don't think 2015 for Cyberpunk is realistic whatsoever. If that's... Yeah, 2015 to 2017 was the, the kind of... When it's done was the actual date they gave. So, um, but new Fallout. I mean, we know Fallout Four is in development, right? Um, but watching that's Elder all Scrolls know. Online flop, I'm really excited for that. Yeah, that. <laughs> I don't think I don't think that game. <laughs> things be that are good. Going, things that's going to happen. Yep. Yeah. What do we want to put an over under right now on how long it'll take for it to go free to play or just shut down completely? <laughs> I would got it. I'd say six no. months free to play. So that's kind of what we're looking forward to, twenty fourteen. I'm. We'll ask the other guys, and they come back to the cast hopefully next week. But we're gonna dive right in to some viewer questions here, and we have many. We have many this week um, on what will be probably a little bit of a shorter podcast. But and this first one is an extremely important question that I actually don't know. If we've we've been asked a lot of do you prefer this or this questions over the course of 121 episodes, I don't know if this one's ever been asked. So it's a good one from from oh hey dialect or uh, however you want it. It's fucking dialect. You know who you are. Um, oh hi. <laughs> pan- pancakes, waffles, and he specifies not the blue kind of waffles um, or French toast. Which is the best? Uh, I would say waffles, mostly because you can order them. I with would chicken. blah blah. You're muted. It's got to be what you're in them. Pancakes. Um, pancakes, John. Pancakes, chocolate chip pancakes, chocolate chip. or the exactly. cinnamon or the cinnabon flavored ones from IHOP. Fucking incredible. Those are really good and will kill you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to say waffles, but it's so close because it's really a what you're in the mood for kind of thing. Sometimes I can go for a waffle. Sometimes I go for a pancake. Less frequently French toast. But you toast. can always go for French toast, though. Like, if somebody's like, do you want That's French true. toast? You won't be like, no. The answer is almost somebody never. somebody's like, no. do you want a waffle? Yeah. But a waffle I will turn down sometimes, and pancakes as well, because I know pancakes make me feel overly full, whereas French toast doesn't. Yeah, French toast fair. is the better yeah. all-around of the three, I think. French toast is also, they're all versatile in their own ways, but French toast is, I think, the most versatile because you can French toast anything. If you wanted to, you could fucking French toast a pancake. And what, and, there, and what it really plenty. comes down to is none of these, it doesn't matter what you're having if you're topping it with Nutella. That's true. Because That's it's just true. fucking Have you ever made Nutella stuffed French toast? No, I, but I'm gonna I, make, now. I, make, I make chocolate chip <laughs> Eggo waffle Nutella sandwiches. Oh, well, that, that sounds better than Nutella stuff fresh toast. <laughs> one time I one time I got this yeah. nice uh nice like wide doughy kind of bread and I scrambled up some eggs and I uh put it inside in between two slices of bread with the crust cut off and then crimped it with a fork so it made kind of like a ravioli uh of bread full of of eggs and then I french toasted that. Mm. It's pretty good. Yeah, we I I I'm with John on this, although the reasoning behind that had never hit me until now. John really had this well well thought out. Um, the overly full feeling of pancakes is a downer. I'm with you on that. Um, waffles are definitely the least my least favorite of the three. I don't dislike waffles, but 
Like, if there's a choice of the three, I'm almost always getting a pancake or French toast option. Um, and let us be clear as well, if it's some sort of fruit pancake or or if there's a really good option that way, you're almost going to lean that way anyway. Like, for instance, the Cinnabon ones at IHOP. I miss my IHOP. They turned into a Pizza Hut. Fantastic. Um, so I'm going to go with French toast on this. That is a very... The question. I think blue waffles are actually the least favorite of any of this. Yeah, probably a um, fair guess. <laughs> so this next one, some advice for Werner. I asks, I need a new pair of headphones for porn because my semen is covered and ruined my old pair. Any suggestions for a new pair? Um, if Always you're only by Dre. Always beats, beats by, by Dre. Dre. You want to yeah, make music? Porn. Beats by Dre. You want you're an audiophile? Beats by Dre. You want to make you want to make a fashion statement? Beats by Dre. You want to be Always unique? Beats by Dre. Beats by yeah, Dre. That's. I feel like if you're using them for for exclusively for porn, just get the cheapest pair you can because if you're going to cover them in semen and ruin them, you're going to need to replace them on a regular basis. Well, then how are you going to really fully enjoy the audio quality? Of well, the, fine. The sound direction. You know how are you going to appreciate the guy who made the porn's vision if you can't properly hear what this will be like. the only time if you can't hear the bass and the only way you can hear right. the bass the bass is beats by dre that's exactly why <laughs> i would recommend literally the only way you can even hear any bass when that dude is grunting you want that <laughs> you want that thick meaty bass yeah. you want to feel, yeah. feel his orgasm grunts in your chest you want to feel those dudes loudly as possible so. when he does the dick tap you want to feel you want it to shake your head you want that tap to just Rattle your ears. Yeah. <laughs> Me, I'm gonna, by Dre every time. I'm going to say Siberia V2s because they they release almost no sound. They're completely sound-canceling, which is a bit of a risk uh, because that means you can't hear somebody sneaking up on you or knocking at your door, <laughs> which some people might enjoy a bit more. I don't, I don't know what you're into. <sighs> but then on top of that, they're white, so when you jizz on them, you can't really see it. <laughs> That's true. It's like, like black pants versus the... white pants, only reverse that. Okay. All right. Some sound reasoning. I would personally go for the Monoprice earbuds um, for the reasons that Hex has already listed. They're seven dollars each. So when you ruin them with this weirdly, weirdly <laughs> well covering jizz spray that you have that goes inside the earbuds, yeah, like I don't know. Dude, you, like a whale's you head onto your headphones. Is that the thing? Yeah. Like. You might want to get that shit checked. Are you that level of audiophile that that's the only way you can come? (laughs) I mean... Oh my god, Oh my god! Actually, ooh, good point, Catman. Wireless or Bluetooth may be a good decision Mm. here. Um, Then you can run with dick in hand for cleanup. (laughs) That's true. Um, (laughs) true. I don't know, I get mine all over the place. I mean, I don't know how you guys jerk off, but let me just make sure I understand what's going on here. You make a ring with your finger... And then you wick up and down your panos, <laughs> and then eventually you just pee everywhere. That sounds right. Yeah, that's as close as I can describe it, I guess. Werner so, yeah. in chat, I can't believe you answered my question. <laughs> Landlord, I'm going to make sure that Monoprice puts that behind the uh, the marketing. Waterproof your skull from jizz. <laughs> um, yeah. That's going to be on their official page as a review from kbmont.com. <laughs> Yeah. Like those little rubber stoppers you can put in your ear when you're a swimmer. Yeah. Speaking of swimmers, God. you know. Pain is funny, yes. Um, 
All right. This one's probably going to have an obvious answer from at least a couple of us. Uh, the, the one lonely geek, if you could only play one pre-2000 game for the rest of your life, what would you play and why? Come on. Are you kidding me? Final Fantasy VII is easy. Yeah, it's easy for you. Easy. Yeah. Um, it's large, the 16th of March, of... 1999, I'd be still be playing EverQuest. Oh, Not that bad. actually might be a better hmm. answer because there's it still gets content. Yeah, it's still and plus you can just level a new character and everything changes. Yeah, true. I would probably say Link's Awakening. Link's Awakening. Really? Link's Awakening DX. Yep, best game ever. It's a great game, but there's there's really only like one way to play it. You know, you can. I don't care. Do you know how many times I've beat that game front to back? Like it's over twenty. I was thinking. Final Fantasy VII was my initial thought here. Um, then I thought about Mario Kart 64. Good one. And do I love Mario Kart 64. Game. And then I could play with friends, too. And everybody loves playing Mario Kart 64. True. So I might go with that. Or, as an off-the-board pick, WCW versus NWO <laughs> for the N64. One of the great N64 games... Yeah. I hope everybody has played because oh, that was one of the best wrestling games of all time. Four and Raw were the two of them. I think Raw was the one that came out afterwards. It was basically could, the same game but had more features. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, what the hell's the name uh, of the uh, of the splash that you could do where you jump forward and you do a moonsault instead of doing a moonsault backwards? You, you do it forwards. There's only one character on the world tour that could. No, it's not a frog splash. You do a front flip, but you jump forward. It's like a gainer, but it's a wrestling move. But there's only know. one character that could do that on NWO World Tour, and it was like a secret move, and it was the best. Hmm. No idea. Best fucking game. I just remember you could do, like, the Royal Rumble-type mode in there, and all kind of... Oh. God, all the dudes were just blocks of polygons, but it was <laughs> still amazing. You knew that those blocks of polygons were were Kevin Nash and the other blocks of polygons were <laughs> Ric Flair or whoever it was going to be. God, and you, you used to have to mash buttons so hard because that was how you got out of like being dazed in yeah. that game. Many an N64 controller was destroyed. Yeah. You'd have to, I think one of the things you had to like, like uh, do the shooting star press circles. There it is. Shooting star shooting press. Star that sounds familiar actually. <laughs> You'd have you'd have to rotate the thumbstick, and those thumbsticks were not built to last. Uh, the other no, game that just... killed those was Mario Party. There was a lot of a lot of mini games where you had to rapidly rotate the thumbstick, and it, and Mario Party and WCW versus NWO was they were both massive controller killers, and that's why a lot of people have like limp stick uh, thumbsticks on their on their old N sixty four controllers. Also, there used to be like a little pile of powder in the. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bottom of the joystick. Always. Yeah. My actually, my brother-in-law was over here the other day and was looking through my like controller bucket of yesteryear and found like a mint N64 controller with a joystick that worked. He went, "Oh my god, you have a good one!" And I was like, "Yeah." And he went, "Can I take this home?" Because he still he plays his N64. I was like, "I guess so." He was stunned because when I used to go over there when I was dating his sister, all their controls were destroyed. Like yep. every single one of them were wrecked. I bet he loved him some uh, some Mario Party. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> bet. All right. This next question is not an obvious answer, as you might think. Theta plays games. Asked if you really hate someone, which Steam game should you send them? Now, before we answer, my initial thought 
with something like Aliens, Colonial Marines, or Ride to Hell Retribution. But then I was like, they just won't play. those can be fun, too, because they're terrible. Right. So, like, they're terrible to the point of being hilarious. So maybe you could get that out of them. So I was trying to think. I didn't really have an answer, but I was, like, trying to think, what game is just horrendous in a way where it's unplayable? Uh, I would say Infestation Ghosts. Survivor Stories. Ghosts is a good one. Ghosts is a good one. Infestation's not bad either. But there's that, there's actually people who like it. True. Like, I don't think anybody likes Call of Duty Ghosts on PC. Nobody. No, not on PC. See, I and, feel like that that's probably a better answer because, like, if you're a, co- a COD fan or someone who's played their COD, you're like, yeah, you know, I could give this a try. With Infestation, at least there's other people playing it. You could get into COD Ghosts and be like, well, fuck, I'm the only idiot here. So it would really be a terrible game. You would just be really frustrated. You'd end up playing with the same 20 people, and you'd be so close to recapturing the glory. But it's just <laughs> it's not there. There's, there's a few that I came up with. Lucius. No, which, oh, yeah. On the surface, they'll be like, whoa, this looks pretty interesting. And then nothing will fucking and then work just at all. just a dick slap in the but face. Nothing will work at all after they get in the game. Uh, has a solid 59 on Metacritic, but it's not even that good. Um uh, Lucius was one. What else was I thinking? Was pretty terrible. What was that game we on... talked about on the worst award that wasn't finished that got onto Steam? Oh, Dark Matter. But that's actually a good game. Oh, all right. That's the problem there. But they would never be able to finish it. So there's that. Right. Um, what about uh, just like Amnesia? Great game, but it's just they will shit their pants. What about Nexwiz? <laughs> I have no idea. Oh was. man! Oh my God! Nexus or however Nexus, you pronounce yeah, it. Oh, like, yeah, Nexus. Yeah, yeah it's no. a, it, it wanted to be rot. Really, it was it was a, a an arcade like it wanted UT, to be quake. Yeah, it wanted to be quake so bad, uh, and it was a really really bad game. Oh, I, um, I was really bummed out about that too. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were. Blacklight Tango Down. Excellent suggestion. <laughs> How about Tribes Ascend? Any... Just send them a link to playing Tribes actually... Ascend. I actually think that any multiplayer game that you know is completely dead is probably the best answer to this. Like Special Forces Team X. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Another good, one. good game, but you'll never be able to actually play it. So therefore, it's slap in the face for this person you hate. I agree with Batman, um, actually. Uh, find one of your friends that only has a 64 gig solid state drive and then send them the Force Unleashed because it's a 30 gig install for five hours of gameplay. The Force Unleashed, good fucking lord. <laughs> So those are some pretty good ones, but yeah, I, I just think any dead multiplayer experience is probably going to be your best bet for someone you don't like. Because and you can get it cheap with Nexus; it's like nine dollars. <laughs> I, I might send somebody I hated a Hearthstone beta key so they can experience the frustration <laughs> I feel when I play that game, and hopefully get really addicted and spend like their entire like their kids' college funds on it. Like I want to destroy their family with that game possible yep oh god bomberman act zero is that a real thing um oh was that like the realistic bomberman they like they made they made okay. like all the bomberman all the bombermen's looked like samus aran i think it was terrible jesus okay these are some pretty don't buy any of these games that we've suggested um teacher, you can buy that one mute yourself typing sorry your i stopped typing i kill you all right this this next 
This next one from at nicknamed Steve. Who should I contact in case of an emergency? None of us. My answer is Billy Blanks. He looks capable. Uh, he did typo. I would go with Carlton Banks. He's pretty responsible. <laughs> Carlton Banks? Pretty responsible. Yeah, he's a responsible guy. Uh, call Jim Leahy. Just, he will help you out of a bind. He's, he's a drunk bastard. I don't know. He is. Um, don't call don't Randy. Call Scott Fisher. Don't call Scott Fisher. Absolutely not. He, will, he won't answer. He won't answer. So that's a problem. <laughs> Um, don't call Michael Chesna because he will say he's coming to hang out with you the one night you're in LA and then he'll start streaming. So, <laughs> oh, scumbag. And then he'll come out later anyway. But That's you'll dumb. be like, wow, you're a dick. Um, <laughs> uh, I would call Steven Seagal. That's who it's I would call. Choice. Done. If you're looking for like guy, guy who can get shit done, I'm going to say Joe Pesci. Casey Tron? Interesting choice. I wouldn't recommend it, but you can give it a shot. Let me know how that turns out. <laughs> Casey Tron. Oh she might God. have to she might have to real quickly raise a hundred thousand dollars to get to where you are. So that's 122,000. <laughs> John has the number on call. Um all right. This next one is a somewhat serious question from my at I am Cyber Waste. Shout out to Cyber Waste. Is the current trend of charging higher and higher prices for Steam early access titles anything to worry about? Um, yes. I would say yes. Yeah. yeah, unequivocally yes, as a matter of fact. Um, there are games that are going to do it right, and a lot of this is going to be on the consumer, in my opinion, perhaps too much. Also, Valve needs to really, really start vetting these a little better than they are. Um, there hasn't been too many cases so far of sort of ripoffs. Um, but, f- like, for instance, DayZ, I think, in my opinion, has done the best job of having an early access Steam it's gonna, page. It's going to be click... the same price when it's launched, I think. So whatever. Yeah. Well, it's not, it's not even that. It's like when you go on the DayZ page, like, let's say you're browsing around and, God forbid, you haven't heard of DayZ, or you think it is the, the full game. You know, you click on it, maybe you think it's the full game. On that page, in big capital letters, in like seven places, is we don't actually recommend you buy this game yet. Right. <laughs> like, it's, it's buggy. It's broken. Like, there's going to be times when it's not going to be accessible. Like, they spell it out in in plain text there, like, what you should expect when getting out of this. Like, this is an early access game. Like, stuff is going to be super broken. You may not be able to play sometimes. Servers may be down. So, so I think that's good. Rust also does that yeah. quite well. They even say there's changes we're going to make you're not going to like. But if you want to get in on this, you can get in on this and help us help us create the game. Uh, Starbound um, did it as well. Yep. Then there's games like Snow, which I like a lot. The page for Snow, though, is deceptive. doesn't really make clear how little is actually working in Snow. I feel like if you're if you're an early access dev, want, like if you're Valve, that's like, okay, we gotta get some early access games. I feel like the first requirement should be sound. Like, are there yeah. any sounds, even menu sounds I would be happy with? And that game is cool and it has a lot of potential because there aren't, like, not a lot of companies are making, like, uh, SSX games or, you know, freestyle snowboarding or skiing or games like that anymore. So there's potential there, and it's on a good engine, but sound 
is a thing that doesn't happen. The first time I played the game, it said content loading in pixelated letters across my entire screen while I was playing the game. It's really, really early, and it's and a game that shouldn't have made it to early access. I, I don't know. Like, it says now Snow is currently in development by a small team of independent developers from Sweden. We are constantly working on the game to add new features to existing features, blah, 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 blah. Our development is supported by you. Okay, so it says it there. Now, this is the problem, though. Up in the description, it says early access game, of course, like all early access pages do, in, in big text right under like the trailer slash screenshot section. It says genre, early access. But Snow is the upcoming free-to-play open-world winter sports game, giving the players to freely explore a massive mountain environment on skis or snowboard alone or with friends. Players may also take part in solo or multiplayer events and challenges, customize their character with a... Like, you can customize your character, but that's about the only true thing in it right now. You can't really play with other people. The menus don't even work right. Um, there is no sound still. Um, this is months afterwards, by the way. Um, whereas Daisy, you open the page, it says Daisy is, is a zombie survival game. It's broken as shit, is essentially what the first paragraph says. That is what needs to happen. Yeah. Valve needs to step into pages like Snow's page. Be like, you need to make clear what is working and what is not on this page right now. Um, and Snow even has a $45 founder's pack. Yeah, that's like, that's excessive. And a lot of people are in the chat right now are saying, well, listen to your own music or blah, blah, blah. Okay, sure, but... It's not the issue, it's not, really. Yeah. That's so not... that You can't just, like, take away... If, if there's no sound, video it's gaming, clear. And then say, like... Well, you could just fill that back in, like, like fucking. Sound is one of the most basic car, features to implement, though. If I buy right. a fucking yeah. car and it has no wheels, if the guy told me you could just put on your other wheels from your other car, I would punch him in the fucking throat. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Fuck off! That's not just, an answer. From an immersion standpoint, like just the sound of, and it's not like snow ha- would even need a very complex level of sounds, like some wind yeah. sounds from when you're skiing, and something that kind of sound like. Even Rust, which doesn't have good sounds, has sounds. Well, like, when you are yeah. mining and it sounds like you're hitting a basketball off of a cement wall, it's really, <laughs> like, jarring, but at least it's a, an attempt. Snow was so, like, nah, fuck, you figured out yourself. couple things I want to address in chat. Uh, Dirk Deadeye, I think early access game purchase should be an escrow. If you don't like it, you can get your money back or percentage. I agree, actually. Then you lose access to the game, but I totally agree. If Steam could implement some sort of thing, Origin has has refunds for first-day purchases. Um, so I totally agree that that maybe should be a thing, although they need to implement that system in Steam and, and stop exploitation of it, to be to be honest. But also, uh, to address what Mark Alshamnilau said, uh, if you buy an early access game and you don't like it, then it's your fault. I like Snow a lot. So do I. I like playing Snow a lot. I'm just saying the page needs to tell you more up front what is working and what is not working. Um, that's all. It's, like, it's fine to take a risk on an early access game, but it would be nice to have some indicator of... It would just be It would just be honest to have an indicator of how far along the game is and what it's... Because early access right now is a, is, a, is a term that just means the game isn't done yet, but it doesn't... Could mean, game could be ready for release tomorrow, or it could be... That's, pixels. that's everything yeah, like, from Snow, which has no sound, to... You know, fucking Infestation Survivor Stories, which does not work, to Hearthstone, which is a fully functioning game. Like, those are all technically early access. It, it means, it, it's, yeah. it's a pretty much meaningless term. 
Yeah. I guess the... I just think it No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I just think if we just need a little better vetting system and there needs to be a requirement for more information on these Steam pages. I think one of the that's things all. That I don't think really is they just introduced that uh, the community review system that's on every game page, so you can scroll down and say like you can see other people who've played the game. Yeah. But if you're thinking of an early access game, your best course of action is probably like just YouTube it, see who else is playing it, and see like okay, maybe Snow doesn't have sound, and they address that, and that if. Yeah. It's kind of sad you have to do that, but at the same time, there are ways to get around it. It's the same with like a Kickstarter. Do your research before you, you know, throw that money away. That yeah. was kind of like I, there was a game I was looking at. It looked a lot like and maybe like Forge or like Chivalry. It was like a third person like melee uh, like fantasy game, and it was it looked pretty interesting. It looked very cool. I like the art style on the screenshots. Looked really fancy. So then I YouTubed it, and it looked like fucking shit. You should do that all the time. Always YouTube a game if you're not sure about early access, unless it's like three dollars. If it's like three dollars, just fucking buy it. But yeah. So there you go. Be sure to check just, it out I on just... Blacklight Attacks channel. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Because <laughs> I, I, I still just, upload videos. As, as a kind of final word on this, I just hope that we don't see games that are. I hope we don't see, for instance. Assassin's Creed 6 on early access. No, that would be like, bad. See, I don't think we are, have a worry about that. Yeah, I don't think that's ever going to happen, but I hope it does not. Because there's a lot of early access games now, and there's going to be a lot more. So I don't think a big company like Ubisoft or Activision would take that chance. Yeah, no, yeah I, I don't think so either. I just hope we don't see every game that comes out be being like, early access, right? On Steam being like early access. I mean, so. there, it's... Right now, the the people we're worried about when we when we're talking about early access are scummy, scummy <laughs> small developers. There are some small developers who are great and who can make great use of this tool of early access, but there are some who are just complete scumbags. So, but... for instance, War Z, which is part of the reason early access exists, actually, yeah. um, so that you can put a "this game is not finished" tag on a game. Um, but moving on. This is a, a question for everyone now that Blacklight is back into WoW. Uh, what class race did you play in WoW? What are your best memories of playing the game? This is a question from Anil DC. I hope I pronounced your name right, sir. Hmm. What class race in Classic, which Classic is pretty much all my best memories. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah same. Because it's easy. We've, ex- we've explained this before, uh, but it's still hard, I think, for people to grasp that play WoW now and didn't play Classic. Uh, before it was across multiple servers, before there was cross-server anything, that game was like a daily soap opera within your life, oh but in the best in the best way, because mm-hmm. it was like high school clicks all over your particular server, um, and it would you know it mattered what time of day you played. There were different groups and like drama happening all over the place. People were. Um, the forums, the WoW forums. There was one. There was one girl in every guild that was getting banged <laughs> by somebody in your guild. It was great. Yeah, we, so we literally had we literally had somebody cheating on his wife with a guildmate. Oh wow! Yeah. I want to so, say who it was, but so there was an in-game character whose name was Gwendolyn. She was a priest. <laughs> she was a priest. <laughs> like a girl. She was a priest. <laughs> In many, many guilds on Spirestone. Uh, if, if you're in the chat, Gwen, feel free to speak up. Um, <laughs> but uh, she ended up banging the guild leader of one of the 
the biggest and best horde guilds on the server at the time. Uh, his in-game name was Latum. I don't know any of these people's real names, so you might be in here. I don't know. Latum <laughs> um, and <laughs> so <laughs> John is like dying because of what happened afterwards. So they found some. Uh, this is horribly mean to Gwendolyn, but she used to sleep around or or flirt with guys to get stuff in game most of the time. Wow! But Latum ended up. Latum had like. a he 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 was pretty good uh, <laughs> uh, financially in real life. He was pretty well to do. So he he like flew and banged this girl and then flew home. And apparently she was of the larger persuasion. Um, <laughs> and so a dude in his guild told all the other guilds to just <laughs> send Latum in the mail every item of the whale that they got. Oh wow. So, <laughs> His mailbox was filled with thousands of of the whale items. Yeah, for anybody who hasn't played, there are item, there are different like suffixes. They're to items. terrible. Yeah, they're terrible. terrible green items. They're like they're worth nothing. But it'll be like a cape of the tiger, a pair of gloves of the monkey, and one of the one of the suffixes is of the whale. Stamina and spirit, I think. Yeah. Wow. So it was stamina and spirit items, like, and we sent them. Thousands, including like guilds that hated him, which spammed. It's like so he was a guild leader too, so he was getting legit mail all the time too, and so like his poor mailbox was just, I mean, like th- literally thousands. Wow. Like the whole server sent him of the mail shit. Like <laughs> it was tremendous, um, but it 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 was pretty great because like that time of WoW was an untested time. Nothing like that had ever existed. Like. No community like that had ever happened until those servers were up and running. And, like, there were genuinely people on the the Alliance side, on Spirestone, that I wanted to kill in reality. (laughs) Like, I hated these people so much. Like, because either they would just gank me or, like, constantly were just being dicks. Because the forum drama would, would... It would start on the server, then it would get into the WoW forums, and then it would go into real life. And then there was websites like Faces of WoW, which I don't know if it exists anymore, which is just headshots of people in WoW organized by server. Wow. And you could post yourself on there. Um, a terrible idea. Yeah, that sounds like, awful. It was insane. Like, it, it was... And it will never happen again. No. Like, this type no. will never occur again. Um, I'm on my own it, it was right amazing. now. I'm amazed how quiet everything is because everyone's doing cross-server everything and nobody has any time for the people that are like right there yeah. like in the game the the world of warcraft felt like a world unto itself felt like its own yeah its own when i was on I spirestone there was there was spirestone there weren't other servers um yep. like <laughs> they didn't i don't know it, it it was a whole other ball game and i think basically i could just put all my best you know i played i played wow with one of the greatest wow players of all time who got twitch had been a thing in like 06 to 09 uh, K Warrior would have been so huge. Like he jerked off when he got his ash candy from the ferry. Did just on did. just he on did. Ventrilo, he just held in his push to talk and he went at it. Yeah, <laughs> wow. Yep. Rip, he ripped his shirt off initially, and then <laughs> so and this guy ended up being the guild leader of one of the biggest guilds in. I don't know. It, it's the greatest time of gaming for me. Um, even before I was a hardcore raider, just that whole year plus of or maybe even two years of Vanilla WoW, there was no... Uh... <laughs> Through BC, that was, like, the best. And, and what did you play? Like, what was your main? That was part of the question. 
Uh, I played a hunter for the majority of that time um, named Johnny Autism initially. Wow. Because I'm, very, <laughs> I'm a very sensitive person. Uh, and uh, then it, was, it, was, it lasted 19 levels and then was changed by... Blizzard. But somehow you had Big Dick Playa to like level 70? Fuck Slime is level 62. <laughs> what a great She's a gnome. Oh, uh, I played uh, I played through BC. I never finished it. I never went to high level raids, but I played a gnome mage basically the entire time named Baxter Boom. I totally see you being a gnome mage too. I could totally yeah. see it. I was just like, what's the most like mage and gnome seems like a ridiculous combo, so I'm gonna do that and just play that out. I played to like level forty five. Like I still can't roll a death knight because it keeps telling me I don't have a character that ever hit fifty five. Yeah, sure you can't. <laughs> I think so. it's kind of silly, but. I guess that'll be fixed with my best. My best memory in Vanilla WoW was wiping to Cthulhu for months, just going and doing Nax and going back to AQ40 randomly after months of not being there and one-shotting him, and still being the server first to kill him. Yep, that boss was. See, like I could go on and on and on and on about classic WoW stories. Also, getting really drunk at Dan's house the day I found out he was Pittsburgh. I just drove there. Yep. We killed Nefarian that night as well, I believe, for yeah. the first time. <laughs> um, so, yeah, classic WoW. There will never be a gaming time like it nope. again. No, no MMO will ever recapture that exact experience. It was just, it was like a phenomenon. Like, everyone that was online played WoW. It, it, but, like, that, the, the atmosphere of servers before cross-server was something that will never be duplicated. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when you found out that, like, you had a friend that played that was on a different server, it was crushing, because it was like, oh, you couldn't transfer between servers, you couldn't do it. It was like, well, I can either start over, or we just won't play. The worst yeah. the worst was when you would have a guild fall apart, or, like, friends stopped playing, and you had to choose whether to, like, go to a new server with your friends, or stay where you were with, with you know, the people who maybe aren't playing as much, or the, you know, or the people who were, you're in, like, some kind of fight with, or, like, you know, Leaving people behind. It was heart- it was a heartbreaking time. Devastating. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Next question. We're on to our last couple. Which games of 2013 made you feel the closest to when you first played your favorite games of all time? I would kind of rephrase this as what were kind of some of the best moments you had gaming in 2013? Um, gosh. Mm. I don't know. I would say, one, that was a super good... Uh, moment in a game this year climbing the tower in uh tomb raider climbing the radio tower in tomb raider was absolutely fantastic um and that game's just really good overall but that was one of those gaming moments where i'll be like i'll never forget that because that was that was an amazing amazing moment um also in a game that wasn't very good but had one of the best things ever the first memory remix in remember me was that was like, wow, we need more games that were like this. Um, that game, which I would give like a 5 or 6 out of 10, it's an average game, maybe a little above average, um, should have been great. Uh, the memory remix sections in that game were probably some of the best moments. If we were doing a best moment award, those would be right up there for me. <clears throat> it's impressive, but considering you did not have good things to say about that game. No, I mean, like, the combat's garbage, and the pacing was terrible, and the misogynistic guards in it the whole time were so, so terrible, but the memory, <laughs> the the memory remix is amazing, so. I think <clears throat> my, my favorite moment 
of game, gaming this year was probably the night we played Faction Wars in Just Cause 2 multiplayer. I think oh, I God. sat, I didn't move out of my chair for probably 16 or 17 hours straight. Wow. Like, it was, that wow. was the most fun I've had playing a game probably since Vanilla WoW. Like, since, like, our eminent 12-hour Sunday raids. Like, that was the most fun I've had yeah. in the game. It was fucking incredible. You two? Anything? Um, stand out? Does it have to be a game from 2013? Or just an ex- No, no, no. Just a moment you may have had. Learning um, to speedrun Final Fantasy VII. That's cool. That was a good one. That was That's just, a lot of dedication you had to that, too. I, I, I went all out for it, and I'm glad I did, because it, really it really was a great experience. Um, I've never speedrun a game before, and I've never speedrun Final Fantasy VII before, which is my favorite game of all time. And just looking at my favorite game of all time in such a new light and, and just like realizing all the, uh, all the extra subtle mechanics uh, of the game. It was just, yeah. just a really great time. I would definitely do it again. Heck. Uh, I would say there's probably three. Uh, and two of them are just one. Finish, playing all the way through and finishing Two Brothers and Gone Home on stream were two of my favorite things that I've done gaming this year because those games they made me feel like a sense of wonder that games haven't made me feel in a long time. Like it made me feel like this is a whole new experience that I've never had before with a game that I haven't felt like since I played the original Nintendo when I was a little kid. So that was really cool. Um, and that was totally unexpected. Um, and the other one would be during one of the just cause two multiplayer betas, we played with a big group of the community in mumble at the airport and just like launched cars forever and it was just like a couple hours of total nonsense, but it felt like John said, like wow, like you felt like a part of a community while you did it, and it was a lot of fun to be part of that. Yeah, sure. Just Cause Two people, in the, people in the stream were like, Just Cause Two multiplayer had like all my moments. It, there were a lot, man. Playing fucking Flight of the Valkyries on top of <laughs> flaming jet. That was so great. Driving like, like that. I don't know. You can. It's one of those. Just Cause 2 for me, multiplayer is a lot like DayZ, although they are very, very different games. The build up to a great moment in those games can take a while, but then when it happens, it's like the best thing ever. Oh, yeah. Um, so. Just the boat races and stuff that we do? Oh, man. That, that whole game is an experience with friends is just so amazing. Yep, for sure. And our last question tonight, after we've done about 10. 10 questions from you guys tonight. General Crunchy Toes. What do for beard cares? <laughs> what a phrase. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Low shave I... America. Low shave Barbasol. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know what I, I I don't know. My beard doesn't care about much. It's not a very caring entity. But Thank you for the question, General Crunchy Toes. And that is it for episode 122. Next week, I believe we'll have a full crew plus some guests to do single-player slash co-op game of the year, um, which will be like pretty much the whole podcast uh, next week. And then game of the year will be the week after that um, with a lot of guests as well. Hope you guys enjoyed the podcast tonight. I wanted to make it happen. I did not want to miss a third week out of the last six weeks. We've basically been every other um, week. So I wanted, really wanted to get one in. 
Um, we're so, so thank you. So we're much. so good about not missing any weeks for the longest time. I know. We just miss like Dude, all of and this year. Earlier tonight, I was like, man, I might not do it. I'm down like three or four people, and I was like, you know what, we got to get it done. So, thank you for coming out, guys, for uh, episode 122 of the podcast. Make sure to follow all of us on Twitter. You can see our Twitter's on screen. Follow KBMod at KBModGaming. Um, and also check out KBMod.com and please vote in our community award voting uh, on the site right now. We have separate four separate posts up right now. We'll be adding more this week. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow night. Uh, I may stream tonight as well on this channel uh, if you're watching right now. Um, but we will see you next time guys later on hey guys peace